hey guys, welcome to the show. Uh, hi, Kevin. Kevin's editing this. What's up, hey, Kev? Kevin? Kevin's not here. He's editing this. I'm just saying hi. Yeah, we're just hey, saying dude. hi, Kevin. Thank you, when man. he's not around, we like to call him really cool nicknames that he doesn't know that he has. Like, what up, K-Town? Love Star of the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, uh, I go, hey, yo, what's up, K-Hole? Yeah, K-Hole, yeah. for sure, dude. That's a classic. That's a classic K-Town mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. side hustle. of a, Also, uh, Special K. Mm-hmm. Special K is a good one. That's really good, actually. Yeah, I like uh, that. Placky Tabacky. All Ks, though, spelled with all Ks. Wacky Placky <laughs> Tabacky. Wacky, wacky Placky. Wacky Placky Tabacky. <laughs> placky. Anyway, thank you, Kevin. Uh, hacky, uh, I also hacky like placky. to say, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> hacky Placky's a great one. Ooh, Hacky Placky. Yeah. What about what's Placka Lacking? <laughs> Ooh, I like that. <laughs> What's Placka lacking, Placky? (laughs) (laughs) Don't feel like watching movies, so I'll watch people guess them instead. I don't know how it goes. I think it starts with your show. Guys, welcome to the show. A couple of things right off the top here. Can we get some video game stuff out of the way really quick? Yeah, I bought Mario Wonder and I'm loving it. It's a okay. great time. Well, I wasn't oh. ready to talk about that yet, but it's I great. do. But it is part of what I want to talk about. Uh, so, uh, spoiler alert. Um, right now I'm Porsche. playing. Uh, right now I'm playing this game that has sucked all of my time, gentlemen. This game hits every button that Wordle. that I need to uh to make a game that like makes me obsessed with it i'm obsessed with this game i just started playing it it's not a new game okay okay because i was gonna guess well i wasn't gonna guess because you're not a big D D guy so it's not Baldur's gate no i'm not touching that game i've heard that it's basically the devil dude you know my friend tyler jacobson yeah i was sitting yeah, with was him on the show when i went to spokane he went to coheed and cambria with me and my buddy phil and we, they late, it's late night. We're old people now, so we didn't go out. We just sat there, and Phil started playing Baldur's Gate. And he's in the opening of the game, and you're on this big, like, spaceship and all super cool design. And then Ty's sitting on the other couch, and he just casually goes, Oh, yeah, I designed that. Yeah, <laughs> what yeah. the fuck? I know, man. <laughs> what like, the fuck? He worked yeah, on that, that guy, game? He yeah. did all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool, man. Who does that's he like work a- for? Uh, who does he work who does he, who's his daddy and what does he do <laughs> he's just a freelance dude he's, who does he's number just, two work for dude he's he's doing so much cool stuff I've, i just hijacked this with a quick tyler jacobson tangent no no I, get it dude here's yeah, he's what else he incredible. told me at the time which i had no clue do you remember like uh, it was like six months ago maybe i don't know a year i don't know how time works anymore do you remember when all like the incel nerds got up in arms about the fact that somebody designed a black Aragorn. Okay, first what of all, we fuck? got angry for multiple reasons, and it wasn't just because of that, and the mainstream media absolutely made it sound like that, but that absolutely wasn't what, Wait, what it was. How do it was you... actually the design of it itself went against the actual description of the way Aragorn is described in the book, and so it's not actually about what the incels think. It's actually about the, staying true to what the author Oh, that's was. right. You you hang out on the Reddit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait, I hang out on Reddit, and I had no Dude, idea no. this was a thing. I, 
No, uh, Elliot hangs out and he goes and he pokes buttons, pushes buttons and pokes <laughs> people's like nerves on the incel reddits. So yeah. he that's what he knows about it. I know a lot about him. <laughs> I hang out with him. Wait, and they, they wait. hate me. So Aragorn from Lord of the Rings, someone did a someone just did like a fan yeah. art. Did no 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 did like a, it was Magic released Magic card set uh game released a Lord of the Rings set. That, oh, it was like an official Magic the Gathering like mm-hmm. licensed. Yes, Lord of the yes. Rings crossover. And in it, Aragorn oh, was wow. black. <laughs> that's so a, that, honestly that's a move. So that comes up in the conversation. He goes, "Oh yeah, that was me." <laughs> Oh, he did Black Aragorn? Yeah. yeah, I did. I was like, what? Dude, you well, moved, you literally moved the internet for like two yeah. days. Yeah. Hold on. Oh, wait, wait, wait. He goes, did he decide? I, did, did he, was yes. he the one who decided it? Yeah. Like, Him and the guy. And whoa. He's like, and he's, he literally was like, yeah, I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> It's great. Good wow. for him. I love that. And you know yeah. the amount of anger that in the conversations, like yep. the really in-depth like broy faux intellectual conversations yep. that people had because he decided just got like, ah, I'm going to make a black. Dude, there's a lot of like living in LA. Uh, there's a lot of like LA in movie industry people. And we know like all sorts of types of movie industry types from the actors all the way to behind the camera in the uh, crews and stuff. And my favorite kind of Hollywood entertainment industry person is the one who's like really good at what they do and they don't care about like they don't care about like Mm. like that guy's not a nerd for like, oh, by the way, I made that ship and I'm incredible (laughs) and I love this game. Like, I don't like there's so many entertainers like that. Dude, Ty is so just like he's one of the dopest dudes I know. He's not like he's. He's humble, but he's not like annoyingly over humble. Like he also knows he's good now. It took years to, to get there, but he's just like, yeah, I don't uh, fuck it. I don't give a fuck. We we did it because we thought it'd be, it was a good idea. We were inspired by it. I was like, yeah, great. Dude, I don't know if I'm right. allowed to say this, and um, you know, if we get in trouble, uh, who cares? I don't know. I don't think I can get my friend in trouble for saying this, but a very close friend of mine who works in the industry, Steven was, Spielberg, <laughs> um was we were like hanging out with this guy and you know owen and i are mutual friends with this guy so i'm really narrowing it down if anybody really wanted to figure it out but owen was like you and um, owen know the same the same person yeah me and owen are the same person Mm, knew it and uh owen was like me and owen and this guy were hanging out and owen casually mentions that our mutual friend killed han solo and I was like, what do you mean? He, what do you mean he killed Han Solo? And he goes, Owen goes like, tell him the story, dude. And he's like, oh, um, yeah, I'm the stand. I'm the like hand shot of stabbing Han Solo with the lightsaber in The Force Awakens. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Like what? Because a, obviously, like, you know, when you cut to that insert shot of a hand going in, the hand with the lightsaber going into Han Solo, you don't need um, the actor there to do that. So you'd get like a double to do it. 
because you're doing all these setups and you don't you know it's like it's endless. almost inev- inevitably like some stage hands hand and it yeah. looks like yep. for a girl you just yep. see some gruff hair yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah it's what i love movie tricks like that because you totally if you pay attention you'll notice things like that like wait a minute that wasn't a woman's hands or like wait david bowie's not really doing the crystal hand thing that that can't be bowie doing that yeah. <laughs> you know well, you get- and I know you guys watch this every year, but our collective favorite film, Passion of the Christ. Love that um, movie. The, I can't wait the, till we watch ev- it together. Every Halloween. Every yeah. Halloween. <laughs> uh, you know who the hand is that holds the nail that is driven into Jesus, right? His body, mm. the nail. No. Is it Mel Gibson? <laughs> it is Mel Gibson. It is. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> he's like, I, <laughs> he's like, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, uh, I think, uh, yeah, I'll take care of this one, guys. It's just so, there's something so funny, too, to be like, you can't see who it is, so you can just show that. There's something very silly about the filmmaking process where you're like, just don't show the face, you can get it. It's very funny. Anyway. But I love it. I love a humble uh, artist who's just you know who like, else? who doesn't you know who else? run their mouth all day about all the cool shit they did. You know who else? And I think it's a little bit of bullshit that I just discovered that is kind of the same thing. Have you guys been watching that like Disney Imagineers show, like the behind the scenes? Yeah, of all, but like... is there new ones or you're just talking yeah, about the new? old one? I think it's the old one. OK, yes. Where yes, they, right. like, yes. they design like Guardians of the Galaxy ride in the hotel. Yeah, it's incredible. The Tower of Terror. There's like this main Disney Imagineer who is like the main guy. He's the, the guy, guy with the earrings. earrings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got the earrings. <laughs> and he's yeah. just yeah. like, yeah. I don't design rides. Joe Roan. Joe Road. Joe Road. He also yeah. seems to be a little bit in that, like, I don't give a shit, like, category. I, I, and I love that. I love yeah. it. I also love, I think Tony Baxter is the other one, right? Was Tony Baxter in there? Yeah, I'm not sure. But I was just like, that guy's weird. And yeah, also doesn't man. seem to care, but totally does care. You know what I mean? You know what's so cool about those is like you really get to like watch. There's one about the haunted mansion, mm-hmm. and I've been an obsessive Disney theme park nerd for so long that they're just retelling stories I've heard a million times at this point. But I love it, and I love that it's being introduced to new audiences and things like that. And it's like a deep dive into what is essentially the creation of like Americana. Like yeah, that's a good way to put it. It's, it's truly Americana. Yeah. It is. And it's like fascinating to see them like throwing ideas around for what would become a timeless treasure, essentially. I love that they it's were like crazy to watch that. The Tower of Terror should be a real hotel. And everybody was like, yeah. And it <laughs> yeah. took like a long time to get to the point of like, this is a bad idea. We shouldn't do this. <laughs> I know people screaming all night, <laughs> like while they're trying to sleep and shit, <laughs> going down the drop. Dude, it's funny uh, because Disney has always really loved the idea of like turning an attraction into a hotel or vice versa. And then they did it with the Star Wars one. That's how it's okay, great. That's how it's yeah. Right? And now it's gone. Gone. Out you go. Did yeah, it last like two years even? Like, yeah. Uh, no, I think it lasted about that, maybe a little more roundabouts, but also all of the like reviews for that thing evidently have been incredibly positive. Yeah. No one has ever done it and like walked away being like that was terrible. It's just such an expensive attraction, but I remember watching some docu thing about it where they were like, "Look, this is like what we do. We try to make like 
incredibly cutting edge entertainment experiences for people. And sometimes they don't work. And you're like, all right, I can't really blame them for that. Yeah, no, that's a relatable. (laughs) It just looks so cool. And like, I can't imagine the the kids that got to experience it, but mostly it ended up being like a lot of older Disney Mm -hmm. fans. Yeah. Yeah. They kind of, they, they, yeah. And they priced out like fans like of star Wars, (laughs) you know, like, yeah. And they only let like super rich people try it, it out. It was essentially just a really like stationary cruise ship, <laughs> cosplay cruise ship. Yeah, yeah. You, and, Joe, you yeah. know it's like you go into a building and like you don't see any yeah. windows. They don't There's show no you the windows. outside ever yeah. again until you leave. Yeah. Uh, my buddy John Payne went and did it, and he said he loved <laughs> it. <laughs> your buddy, yeah, John, yeah, everyone, your buddy John Payne made it. He was like, "Yeah, I made that." <laughs> <laughs> Joe knows everyone who made it. Yeah, you know, but they're all humble and they're not like yeah, they're yeah. cool. I made they that. Love and I'm kind of over it. I'm gonna that. shut it down. It's been two years. We're good. I made that <laughs> conversation over. I don't really want to talk about it. <laughs> but like, I love that. Like, you know, it's true. Elliot's uh, telling Elliot's the truth. True. Uh, Elliot's true. true about this. Like about people saying that. Like, and not just the influencers that got to go for free. Like there were people who paid the like full seventy thousand dollars or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> That's crazy. And came back and said that it was like the single greatest Disney experience that they've ever had. Not so. Okay. Is Tangent. It, is it, oh, go yes, ahead. Please. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. What are you saying, Elliot? You're gonna say something about Disney's? No, please go ahead. I had um, oh. Siri pop up. It heard me. Oh, well, sure, I, I didn't get to tell you guys this video game that I've That's been obsessed what I say. with. Our tangent went yes. so okay. far. Now we're sorry, coming sorry, back. Sorry. Okay, so this game is, is, dude, I've never been so spellbound by a oh. game so fast to the point where I can't even remember the last game that did this. I'm hearing the music in my head. Like it's, it's, it's like it, it's stuck. It, I'm like when I go to bed, I'm like, thinking of all my next moves and what i need to do next and shit it's like it's the it's the first time in a really long time where a game has really captured me like Ooh, somebody tripped and fell into some passion yeah, big time you found and happiness and joy Ooh, it's really joy. cool um it's called the cult of the lamb never heard of it it's it or it's just cult of the lamb and it's this like super cutesy like the animation is like really cool. It kind of looks like, um, man, I don't even know how to describe it. it. It's like an animal crossing, like hand-drawn animal crossing where you are the ruler, the leader of a cult and you build up your cult. It looks very uh, Castle Crashers. Yeah, it's got a Castle Crashers kind of animation style, which drew me in right away. And, um, and, and, I love a game called Don't Starve. I don't know if you guys have yeah. heard of this Don't Starve game. Yep. And I've always loved that game, and it's like a guilty pleasure of mine to just get really stoned and just kind of like lose myself in that game. It's like is resource. It a, is it a guilty pleasure? Do you feel guilty about it? <laughs> a little bit because it's like I could be doing a billion other things instead of this, you know. Okay. Um, I guess to me, the definition of a guilty pleasure might be a bit skewed from others, but. Uh, but yeah, I don't think you need to feel guilty about it. Well, I love it, and unapologetically, 
Yeah, I'm just leaning into it. But and uh, so it has that kind of resource management aspect that I also really love to kind of just like lose myself in. It okay. just you know, like it's like, did you ever play Starcraft? Little Animal Crossing, little Starcraft. I see what yeah. you're saying. Like yeah, it's yeah. got this very like it's not comp it's not complicated at all, and it's like got a great sense of humor. It's really funny. Like I have right now, I have like six cult members, and I married <laughs> two of them, and you can marry them. <laughs> uh, they get jealous when you marry <laughs> each other and then you can like sacrifice them to scare all the other ones and like make to get them, them in afraid. line yeah you yeah keep them afraid of you or you could be like really nice and kind of like uh -huh. you know i i'm gonna give you guys money and and but we're then gonna their share. allegiance falls so you gotta like really yeah yeah, yeah you kind of you have to like keep them in line and it has like really um uh like true to life cult stuff in it in in the guise of like cute animals and shit it's like really awesome are you worried about the generally speaking satanic nature of what you're doing and dabbling with like I, are you uh are you concerned about the effect this is having on your psyche independent of how much fun you're having i think about it all night and while, <laughs> while i'm praying <laughs> like it really sounds so fun but it is it's is this a computer so game it's on the switch my friend the nintendo switch i was gonna say this sounds like elliot i feel like you might enjoy this game oh Dude, i might have it, to check this out actually you should <laughs> give it a shot because it's so wonderful and clever and really well made and there's a um there's a um uh a battle aspect to it what am i talking what, what am i trying to say like a uh uh there's oh, like you, you there's battle. like a dungeon crawler aspect to it oh is that how you go get your resources that, and stuff? yeah that feels really like it's got like a zelda kind of vibe Ooh, and, you're, um, stop selling Elliot i know on dude it. it like it's it it's has only, dude it's the only way to sell me because it's the only game it's the only avenue to anything i know about because i was to playing zelda to today zelda. and i was like yeah. god i'm bored i was like i've just done everything i know I know I feel similarly like Zelda is like a slog a little bit. You got to love it to like really yeah. stick with it. And so Cult of the Lamb just kind of fell into my lap and I've just been like absolutely obsessed with it. Like you can name the cult members like anything you want. So you can make it like your family members and stuff and you could like marry your wife in the game and like give them favoritism and, and it's wonderful. So it's really fun. How many hours today have you played this? Uh, this game? I played probably for like two hours straight just before I got on here with you guys. But um, but how about one, earlier than that? Was that it, the first time today? Dude, you played? the time, you time kinda... like time disappears in a way that like mm -hmm. I haven't experienced in a game in a really long time. Like I'll look at my my phone and be like, okay. It's 11 o'clock. I'm going to stop playing at midnight and I'll like put the phone down. And the next thing I know, it's like 1230 and I'm like overshot it a little bit. <laughs> and I'm like, I have so many things to do though. Like one of my followers requested a, um, a, a, a ritual like for, to perform a ritual. And in order to perform rituals, you need to go find bones out in the dungeons and stuff. And I didn't have enough bones so I needed to like go on a journey, but while you go on the journey, time is still passing for your cult back at your like cult 
grounds. And that and sounds so, like reminiscent. I'm not saying it's the same in any sort of way, but I think Elliot, you would enjoy this game too. I can't remember if you played it, Steve. It sounds very Hades. In a that's little, exactly in a what I've heard when I explain this to the same people. Thing. Yeah. I remember, yeah, you that was the closest other game I think I've gotten to, Joe, as you're mentioning. Hades is a good is a good romp. Yeah, sure. like when I when I because I've been mentioning this to my friends and stuff, and when I mention it to some of my gamer friends, they're like, oh, you should play Hades next yeah. if you really like this one. But I, honestly, man, the thing that drew me in more than anything to this game is the art style. Like yeah. it's very the, new grounds. Like it's yeah. really, yeah, it's really cute. Um, here I'll pull it up for Elliot, uh, so you can see it here. Pull it and up then, for me. And then, so, so the audience can, uh, who's watching. Elliot, the would you be version. a benevolent cult leader, or would you be just an incredibly manipulative cult leader, maliciously you know, manipulative? Honestly, I would be curious to just begin and see where Ooh. my little dark or benevolent brain takes me i don't know i really have yeah. no idea do you decide in the beginning is that a choice that you make i hope not I um hope you well decide. yeah I hope you find you, out later you do been... so you do get the opportunity to kind of like um It'd be cool if you didn't you get to decide like kind of right off the bat but there are times where like you don't really have a choice and like you kind of have to just uh like sometimes a follower will be like you need to kill this person they're like a traitor and so you're like, whoa, okay, let me look into this. And then you kind of like look so at eventually. It's really cool because you get to like, eventually you get abilities like learning how to like read p their minds and <laughs> you can tell if they're like lying to you and stuff. Joe, but, would you say you would be a good cult or bad? I mean, I guess I'd be bad cult because it sounds more fun, right? Like good cult. It's like, I'm always going to be wondering about bad You know, I've, I've always talked about, I've got the poison of needing people to like me, but I've never had the poison of like, hurting them to make sure it's so <laughs> so well, what if you killed one of them and all of them liked you after it oh i'd still be tough because that one right. guy wouldn't like me anymore <laughs> totally exactly but so, you know be tough for me i don't want anything to do with being a cult leader too much responsibility not what i expected it to look like i don't i guess i was expecting a hbo documentary type of graphic design <laughs> <laughs> like a Jim Jones documentary. Yeah. <laughs> but it looks, I can see how this is charming too. I, I get the animation stuff. Yeah, it cool. drew me right in with this like Animal Crossing kind of style, but the that's where the cutesiness kind of ends. Yeah, the juxtaposition of the art style to the actual like meat of the game is is quite <laughs> quite yeah. shocking. And <laughs> guess what? The conundrum of like, how would you play it? Would you play it like a nice cult leader or a, a evil one? I feel is, like, I mean, it's a can you be in like if you're your cult if you're already a cult leader, morality is kind of like skewed already, right? Like you don't really have a. Well, but you also have to like, if for the game, speaking specifically of the game, you have to like uh, recruit people into your cult, uh, in your dungeon travels. Also, I'd be like a cool. I'd be like a cool chill cult leader. Yeah, I like that. I, I see that. <laughs> I'm playing it super nice. I'm being nice to all my followers and I'm trying to play it nice. But the cool thing is, is like, there's certainly going to be a time when I finish this run through where I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this again and play it evil the whole time. In, in yeah, general, yeah. when you guys play video games and you do have a choice to do like, like fork in the road moments where it's like, do it real bad or do it kind of good. I've never been able to not do the good route. Yeah, I, I always I always choose the good. I always tell myself I'm going to do the good one first because this feels right. And I don't really want to be mean to these 
things, but then eventually I'll try the evil one. And I just never get to the evil yeah. one. I just Elliot. Yeah, I mean, generally, like, but here's the thing: I have one video game I play, so <laughs> it's not fair. And, and I what's that I game called? It's called Zelda Tears of the King, <laughs> and it is. Uh, I never kill the foxes, and <laughs> there have been a few times where I don't save a uh, Hylian only because I've done it before. But I think, mm -hmm. generally speaking, that's pretty ethical. But other yeah. times, I kill things and don't pick up their drops. I'll kill them for fun. And that's kind of dark. What up, dude? Whoa, it's Jackson. Say hello. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's like, you know, when people are like, oh, I fucking played evil every time. It's like, well, it's because you get to live out this kind oh, of beautiful. Like, yes. Yeah, you get to have this moment of like, I'm never going to do this in real life. So let me have some yeah, fun. Yeah, I would do the same thing that you're doing, Steve. I would go like, I'm going to be as good of a cult leader and then I'm going to definitely do it again. That, yeah, like, I feel pretty good about that. <laughs> And yeah. the fact that You're I like it, no. and I love it. It's so good. I highly recommend it. I really, really like, um, you know, give it a shot. Is there anything else, Steve, that you could recommend not only us, but our audience in terms of like, I know that we're all like, so, yeah. you know, uh -huh. Saturday night. It's like, we're, what are we even going to do for? I'm just getting a little. Well, are you talking about a crate like your schedule and it being like, what am I going to do? Like, I'm so busy. Like, you yeah, know, like... I know. I'm not trying to derail the thing. I just. Oh, yeah. And and a crazy schedule like that, Elliot, can make it easy to fall back into your dinner dinner time recipe rut. Exactly. Yes. Is that what you were thinking, Joe? Yes. If you keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every week, that might solve that rut problem. Don't you think? I think, it, I think so, yeah. Well, guess what? What? HelloFresh, <laughs> you can do just that. Oh. And you could discover something delicious. What is it? Well, how about things like uh, fall flavor lineups, like Ooh. apple cider Ooh. cake with caramel sauce. Sounds wonderful. Actually, it really does sound great. Or you could please the crowd with appetizers like the barbecue pulled pork nachos. Good lord, what, what what's wow. happening? Here? And don't forget the mini pumpkin cheesecake. Yeah, dude, that's all HelloFresh deliciousness that you can choose from right now for a limited time with the fall flavors lineup. Whoa. And look, guys, we all know. That HelloFresh takes the hassle out of the meal time, but did you know that it can also save you money? No. HelloFresh is twenty five percent less expensive than takeout, so that means you get an easy home cooked meal on the table and more money back in your pocket. I knew that. And guys, every I time know. I personally make a HelloFresh meal, it is like I feel like a world class chef. They give you everything you need to make it delicious and look wonderful. The presentation, it even has pictures to show you exactly how this thing is supposed to look when you're done with it. And trust me, for someone like me, when I'm done with it, it looks delicious. And I'm very, I'm impressed every time. It's like they're a magical food making service. Would you say they're magically delicious? No, because Ooh, I think that's no, a copyrighted. So don't say that. Okay. Well, okay. but I would say that they delicious are just in a magical way. I'd say they're delicious in a magical way. <laughs> So, 
guys, if you want to try some of these delicious meals and live life deliciously like Joe, Elliot, and myself have for many years now, go to HelloFresh.com slash 50 ValleyCast and use code 50 ValleyCast for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50 ValleyCast and use code 50 ValleyCast for 50% off plus free shipping. Thank you, HelloFresh. Do it. Side note, did they write in the copy, live deliciously, or did you add that? I added it. Okay, good. I was going to say, like, mm. what a witch quote. <laughs> I drum. know, right? For for October. <laughs> I was Did like, you imagine a brand uh, drops like a super, <laughs> ra- like, random deep cut quote from a art house horror movie? <laughs> uh, so I know that we probably all have separate things to talk about, but I do think we need to revisit a topic that I can almost guarantee you no one wants to hear about. But, Steve, I do want to hear your... <laughs> Uh, opinion on which is um it does seem to me like there is a hilarity involved with the tenacity that the people who presented the mummy aliens uh have of absolutely just the gall of of the gall the absolute gall sticking to their guns and there is because there hasn't been a moment when they have said hey you got us Wait, so they're still sticking to their guns is what you're saying? Okay, so you I don't I thought I thought I was vol, I like alley-ooping it to you, but yeah, no. Okay. So it's, you haven't wait, heard that they wait, are Wait, there's like, news? There's news? I didn't know there was news. Just, there's more people who've come out and said apparently that they and this is going off memory, but they have dissected parts of the body and the doctors who did it said that there's no evidence that they were assembled in any way. That they seem to be specimens of some kind. And no fucking way. Two more were found in a costume shop wearing Halloween costumes. So what are we going to do? Because <laughs> apparently there's like 20 of these things floating around. Uh, I, you know, So what are we going to do? And, and did you see the Bigfoot thing? Yes, I saw the Bigfoot thing. <laughs> the Bigfoot thing. thing's really funny. I saw the Bigfoot <laughs> Do you think that... <laughs> These yes. are people yes, who I literally. <laughs> okay, moving on. <coughs> do you think? Yes, I do. Yep, I was laughing so hard they, when that... I saw that video. <laughs> do you think that there was people <laughs> that the were. Most Bigfoot, it's the most clearly Bigfoot. Uh... <laughs> but like, do you down. think it was there were people on the train not connected with that? That thing that saw that and could not believe what they were seeing. Well, I and you but, saw that it was the guy who like they came out and were like, it's a part of a Bigfoot t- train ride. Oh no way! The owner regularly dresses up as Bigfoot and goes, "Hey, I'm Bigfoot," and uh, <laughs> and they filmed it and put it on the internet, and people were like, "That looks a lot like Bigfoot, dude." It. I, <sighs> And I was right there I with hate them, dude. The internet I was like, so much. I hate the internet. Yeah. I hate it and I love it at the same fucking time. Because does that mean the original video that was posted explains that it's a Bigfoot train tour or something? And, the person, the and, and people just yeah. weren't reading that and just went like, Whoa, it's Bigfoot because they're not reading what it is. If you listen to the audio of that video, the people filming it are like, uh, there he is. 
Like it's not. They're not like. Oh my like, god! No, it's look freaking at this. out. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, yeah. there's there's something. Yeah, they're pretty calm that? for seeing that. Yeah. Uh... Almost like they're on a Bigfoot <laughs> train ride. <laughs> um. It's so, like the uh, the Polar Express train ride that you can take just up north here every Christmas, but this one's for Bigfoot. I oh, heard on that Polar amazing. Express what train that, they have Tom Hanks out on the hillsides walking through the trees. <laughs> he, takes a, he takes a seat. He just sits down. Yeah. He's out in the trees, yeah, just like that Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah, Alex. Dressed as Bigfoot. It's a weird choice, Dress- but he loves it. <laughs> there he, there's the in, conductor. It's up in Fullerton. You guys should do it. It's actually really fun. Uh, do they I serve hot chocolate? So because if they don't, I don't want to be a part of it. They do say uh, serve hot chocolate, and you get on a train, and the train actually moves for a while, and then it, you drive back. Cool. It's really, they do they play cookies? that? Do they play that deplorable song from the movie? <laughs> <laughs> what is that deplorable song? Okay. It was like hot chocolate. It's uh, like a weird. Hot, it's hot, 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 oh yeah, hot chocolate. That's it's hot. like. It, <laughs> let me see if I can find a little bit of it. Uh, <laughs> it's so awful. In the meantime, have y'all's Instagram feeds been taken up by Christmassy kind of things like that, Joe? Like, not uh, yet. You... No. Is yeah, it time? It's already time. Like, if you go to this town that is near you, it is. Oh, it'll happen soon. Christmassy or Halloweeny? It's all very. It just heard me talk. My phone just heard me talking about it, so I guess. I know. Here we go. Yep. Listen to this garbage. Don't you? You stop it. This is a classic. This is a holiday. No, bop. it's awful. This song sucks. No, I think it is like when they really wanted it to be. Right? This is like. For some reason. Oh, we got it. Hey, we oh, got yeah. it. Yeah, hey, yeah. we got it. Got what? And then he goes, hot chocolate. <laughs> I'm like, what, what is this garbage? You stop um, it. That's a Robert Zemeckis classic. No, it's an uncanny valley nightmare. Can I say something? Can I give you a hot, a little bit of a hot take? Hot chocolate? A hot chocolate take. <laughs> I don't think there's ever been a song featuring Tom Hanks that's good. Well, that's okay, man. That's, you know, that's not his thing. Do you I remember? Even... There, he just did this, that Pinocchio, that horrible Pinocchio live action movie. Did you see it? Well, we skimmed through it because I was like, I have to, like, see what this looks. Because remember when that came out? It was like... Tom Hanks is no. Geppetto. This should be a big deal. No one talked about it. No Everyone, one. We all, every human said, we're not going to talk about it. I think it, I, yeah, I think we collectively. I don't even have like a visual in my mind. <laughs> no, we yeah. We all, nope. We collectively unconsciously, subconsciously decided to yeah, not talk about it. You had it right the first time. It's actually unconsciously. It's not <laughs> Was it unconscious? We were all like, just like, nah, pass. Well, it happened, yeah. and it's on Disney Plus. Unless they make it disappear, like a lot of streaming services have been doing, the vault. for things that are not good. But uh, there's a scene in it. It's real bad. It looks. It's just bad. I mean, it's so bad you never even heard anyone talk about it until now. Uh, but there's a scene in it where <laughs> I couldn't believe my eyes and ears. And it's like Tom Hanks is dancing around the room with Pinocchio. And the lyrics to the song, it's like Tom Hanks just jumping around the room. And the lyrics to the song are Pinocchio, 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 Pinocchio. And it's like, I can't believe this. 
I'm looking at the images on my Google search, and I can't believe that this just came and went. This is this looks like Disney's big swing at making another live action of their yeah, animated movie. Because it's it, so it, it went bad. right to plus, straight to Whoa. Disney Plus, and it was right at the same time. I think that they were like just launching plus. So it was like part of their whole like this is an exclusive. No, it's even newer than that. Oh, am I right? Oh, it's, it's newer. even oh, newer. Twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two. Wow, that's madness. Crazy. Huh? It's it's awful. And you know why I think it got buried even more is because Guillermo del Toro made like a really good Pinocchio, and right everyone the was like, time. "Yay!" At the same time, yeah. but that wasn't that like at the exact same time. I like, think so. I think. I think Disney's live action Pinocchio came out first and then shortly after Guillermo's came out. If you go to Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> it, Disney's Pinocchio comes up first. If you put in Pinocchio, 28%. Right below it, Guillermo del Toro's, 96%. Oh, <laughs> shit. Holy shit. Yeah, Oof. it's it, it looked like we skimmed through a lot of it and we were just like, wow, we couldn't believe what we were seeing. I think that speaks to the timeless nature of the Pinocchio tale itself. And it actually sheds light on the way that the production value and the, you know, people who actually make it are held responsible. But that said, going back to this cult conversation. <laughs> oh, I was hoping we go back to the Peru aliens. <sighs> that's, I, mean, I mean, that's an ever, that's an open-ended mystery. Like it is, you know, there's just more, which are about the size of Pinocchio. So it's all full circle. So, Super Mario Wonder came out. Yep, playing that's fun. Yesterday, and I haven't gotten it yet because I'm so absolutely enthralled by Cult of the Lamb. Uh, but I'm getting it tomorrow, and it's a it's a it's a single player game, but it's more of a co op game, right? It's a single. It's like kind of old school uh, Super Mario World Mario. You know, left to right scrolling levels with secrets in and, them and I stuff love like that. that. It looks really cool, super beautiful, and it's like classic Mario platformer, like tight controls and stuff like that. Um, but the you don't need to play co op, but you can. You can do it online. You can do it in person, local, um, and you can play all all, all your classic Mario friendly pals. But it's and better than that other one from the Wii U where you could like beat the shit out of each other and you'd the never new finish Super a level. Mario, the new yeah. Super Mario Brothers. You remember how yeah. you'd like jump and you'd like hit your friend into the pit yeah. every time? Yeah, and it was impossible to play co-op. None of that shit. It's now you're just all just coexisting together. Have you played it as a co-op game with the kids? Mm-hmm. And yeah, is it really is like. it fun to play that way? Yeah, it's fun. It's it's cute. Yeah. And and you're down. really liking it. I am I am enjoying it. I'm not like over the freaking moon for it. But it's feeling like my Nintendo boy grew up with Nintendo heart. Good Mario nice. game. And I've got it because even Hayden, like a couple months ago, was like, I want a new Mario game. I and know I like, everyone. They always release one when like kids go like, I want a new Mario game. And then suddenly here it goes. Yeah. So it's fun. It's it's very beautiful, I think. Uh, and they're expanding the lore of Mario. There's new characters, new lands, stuff like that. Uh, is it is it like creating a new wheel? No. But if you like Mario, you'll have a little, you'll have some fun with it. They don't need to do much. I think they, I think they marketed it brilliantly. The like, the whole like, get a flower and it's trippy and the world is crazy. And become a big elephant and stuff and things like that. It's not as crazy and like trippy as they presented it to be. Mm. That's it. It's just fun. It's a fun little platformer that's cute. 
That's um, it. The end. So no, I have no questions. further questions. I, I, I actually have some questions. Okay, okay. Uh, are we talking about like an actual Mario game, like Mario Galaxy, like kind of deal? Like, is this a well, new it is official a new, canon kind of deal? Yes, it's a new Super Mario game, and they've gone back to the like Super Mario World cool. style, like Super Love Nintendo that. Super Mario World. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That, I remember that. I'm, we that's, were, I, that's the one I equated <laughs> to the most because, like that, that one was a very like big, robust world, like an overworld map, and you would go into all the levels yep. and stuff like that. And if you like beat a level one way, you could go back in and maybe beat yeah. it two or three other ways. That's how this game kind of is. Cool. And there's new power ups. Uh, yeah, this... and it's getting crazy good reviews yeah. too. It's a good game. They're, they, you know, they have two properties, and they're great. Guys, can I, can I yeah. update you on something that I believe? I, you will find interesting. Yes. This began at 4.18 p.m. today, so it's 6.45 right now. Okay. Uh, and so it was before we started this podcast, and I received a text message from a rando number, and I have... Oh, wow. Uh, Are you I, having fun? I, Are you having fun? I, I just... I didn't have too or much Or should fun, we I, have some fun right now? I... Did have a little fun. Yeah, and I want good. to see what happens because I was like, I'm not gonna. Who knows what this is, you know? And I don't be rude, but I. Okay. Anyway, so uh, here's what the text says. This is a 418. It's Elsa, Jessica, wishing you a happy birthday. I'm oh. sorry I can't make it to your birthday party. I have asked Allie to bring you a birthday present. Whoa, okay. Now, before you go now, on, I, I do okay. want to say that the, there has been an influx of like kind of like scammy fake mm -hmm. messages from like an unknown number that when you engage with them, they like engage back and uh and then eventually it goes to like here's a link to my like spicy website or something well, like let's that. Let's see if it goes that way. Yeah. So uh, do you think it could have been? Did you think of that at all, or were you like, this is a genuine wrong number situation, and I'm gonna have some fun? Yeah. Here's two things in context wise. I have spam calls and spam texts all the time, so I assume that I just need to get a new number at some point, but I am too lazy to do it. So that's, I just, that's so I, much work. Yeah, it is a it's lot of work. And I'm not going to tell people. I don't want to be like, because then I have to like make contact with them. And be like, here's my number. But anyway, I exist. Here's... Remember me. Here's my new number. Yeah. And then the other thing is maybe this is like an older person, which has happened before to me. So okay. that was where my head went. Uh, and so I just said very simply, uh, they said, you know, I I've asked Allie to bring you a birthday present. And I said, is it a stripper? If not, you can keep it. And then I did a big laughy emoji. Well, you went straight to the butt. You went straight for the throat. You didn't go like, oh, no, we I, I already gave her a gift on your behalf. No, why? Why? Yeah, because <laughs> then you could uh, have all sorts of oh, fun. This is fun. Wait, 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 wait. I got it. Oh, that would be really good. Yeah, that's that what I'm saying. Really you just keep example. going with it. You got to have a little context, though, Elliot. Are you are you? <laughs> Because this is funnier to me. Are you like in a room by yourself, quietly laughing to yourself while you're <laughs> yeah, doing this? Yeah. Or is Grace sitting next to you and you're like, what should I write? She says, would nope. it be funny to do this? No. Oh, so you <laughs> Yes. <laughs> no, honestly, I was like, I don't have time for this. I was like, I, I was, it was a stressful part of the day. And I was mm -hmm. like, you know, she's got her, Grace has got her stuff going on. 
And this text comes in and I was like, all right, this is interesting. And so I just said, is it a stripper? If not, you can keep it. I thought maybe it was like an older woman talking about an older woman. <laughs> and it could be and cheeky. Like, and it could be cheeky. And then I just got a reply at 644, which was five minutes ago. <laughs> and it said, uh -oh. it says, what do you mean, Jessica? So I do have, I am Jessica. So I get that. Oh, but so it's like, I what do you mean, Jessica? Like, what, what do you, you mean, Jessica? Jessica? Is it a stripper? Uh, yeah, do I say like I said what I meant? Wait, <laughs> I said what I said. I, I said, said what I said. Just said I said what I said. I said what I said. <laughs> I said what I said. I said Dude, what that I said. Is... <laughs> the meanest thing you could say to someone. I said what I said. I said what I said. No, I said what I said. You may I... need further clarification, but I'm not going to give it to you. I said. Uh... What I said. <laughs> I bet you oh. anything, dude. It's gonna hit me with a, a link of of something. But, Here's uh, my spicy website. Well, she's like, "Hey, that's rude." <clears throat> Here's my spicy website. Yeah, because like, are they gonna do a spicy website after? Uh, uh, I'm sorry about missing your birthday party. Is that how these spam things work? I've seen a lot of them. I haven't seen one like this. Yeah, I mean, this sounds these, genuine. Like, this one you, sounds genuine. Everybody's trying to do marketing a little different now, right? Like, you see all these right. stupid freaking YouTube commercials where it's like a guy pretending like he's vlogging now and it's like shot really I shittily know, on dude. the phone he's like you know what man i've been doing breakfast oh yeah i've seen the these. last <laughs> <laughs> yeah God. that's their attempt at making it more relatable is that it's time. not high production like we oh, can make she's it got nothing. read receipts on she's got read receipts on she read it <laughs> dude We'll never be How able to end a podcast. <laughs> Dude, this is great. I can't wait. I can't wait to hear what's next. I feel Ours... like the Valley folk were struggling, but then they did this like 17-hour <laughs> podcast out of nowhere. It I got a million views because people were yeah, really invested in this <laughs> text message. Is, it, is I said what I said too much? Should I? Is that too obvious? Is it too big of a play? I mean, Well, I mean, the stripper thing was like pretty out there. I just, just thought it was a zany thing to, for Jessica to say. I thought it was. I think it was, was a zany funny. thing. For, it sounds like it's kind of out of sorts. It's her for birthday. I was like, literally, she's at a birthday party. Like this woman is at. Oh, okay, is a okay, woman okay. At a right, birthday party. Right. Here's what we do: text her immediately and say, "Sorry, I'm kind of drunk." <laughs> but misspelled <laughs> drunk. What if it's a yeah. Misspelled yeah, yeah, drunk. Yeah. D u r n k. <laughs> Dirk. <laughs> sorry, I'm a little dirt. No, 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 no. Or just no, say no. like, I'm sorry. I've had a few glasses. I've had a few glasses of wine. Sorry, I've had then, some. Sorry, yeah. I've had some. Sorry, I've had a luck. few, a few too many. LOL. Oh, Jessica. Jessica's had a sorry. rough year though, you know. And then okay. put an emoji. Put like a weird emoji in there. No, like I this. love the. I love doing the emojis <laughs> where it's like the zany, like cross-eyed, like tongue yeah, out, but, like. <laughs> but put something weird like the stop sign. I will. Something. I will. I'm gonna do the. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do the. Uh, let me find the one that I'm talking about. You know, or put like the like, Korean flag or something. Uh, <laughs> what's the one that's like? I'm a goofy. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm the not one where the eyes are the tongues out. Yeah. I won't do the flag, but maybe like a pan or like a little egg, a little toasted egg. <laughs> Cook an egg. <laughs> yeah, put an I'm egg. A few, I'm <laughs> a few eggs. A, yeah, put an egg. <laughs> yeah. Say, say sorry, I've had a few too many, and then just put three egg emojis. They're worried about Jessica. This isn't like Jessica. I'm not gonna try to find that emoji, so I just have to type egg, egg, egg. egg real quick. <laughs>
Yes, egg. <laughs> oh man. Do the eggs look too much? They, I don't think the eggs look enough like eggs. They look more like little. Isn't there tiny. like an egg in a pan? There's an egg. They in a are. Pan, you want right? that one? I think that's better. Right? <laughs> that's yeah, do that go. one. Do three of those. Because that's like also brain on drugs, you know. <laughs> exactly. So it makes sense. That's so funny. Yeah, that could. Dude, yeah, they could. They'll figure could it interpreted out. that way. Yeah, it's a bummer. But anyway, it was fun while it lasted. It was just. But I will do a little quick. I got though. Yeah, these little hands. This isn't Jessica. <laughs> I Who can't wait. I hope they say something. Hey, Dude, literally, guys... it's, it says, uh, "Sorry, a few too many," and then a bunch of pans <laughs> with eggs in them. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty fun. But, yeah, Sorry, yeah. Too... See, now that cleans up that I said what I said a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. I bet this is a text message that to someone who she thinks is like probably a child or something. And that child yeah. is probably like <laughs> We'll see what happens. Wait, um, wait, you should send anyways, here's my spicy website. <laughs> yeah, anyway. <laughs> anyway, check out my OnlyFans. I'd like uh, to talk to you about your uh car renewal or whatever the, the thing is. <laughs> Have you guys heard of uh you guys know who Mike Flanagan is? Nope. No. Mike Flanagan is a director who has directed uh, some Netflix shows like um, Midnight Mass and uh, The Haunting of Bly Manor and The House oh, on Haunted I Hill. I know of his work then. Okay. Sounds like, some I've, sounds like someone I've consciously avoided. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, yeah, I, I, I understand that. They're kind of like scary stuff. Well, he's released a new show mm. called The Fall of the House of Usher, which is based off of an Edgar Allan Poe story or book, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've watched the first two episodes, and I think it's awesome. Okay, good and stuff. And so, yeah, I recommend you guys check that out. And I want to say, Mike Flanagan, to me, is kind of like the the guy that does American Horror Story, but he just is, like, way less, like... Uh, me- it's like sexually deprived. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or sexually charged, rather, maybe. Sexually and macabre, sexually macabrely deprived. Um, yeah, I will. I will say that Grace and I did watch uh, last or the cabin on the. Um, oh, the cabin in the woods. Yes, not the podcast. The cabin in the woods. And, Update. Uh, well, I. Thoroughly enjoyed it, and I enjoyed uh, watching it again. And Grace was like, "I don't like this." It and, was too scary. Uh, it was still a little too scary. So we, it, we we found the we found the line, and we'll just go. We'll just inch it back a little bit. I think that's, that's important. It's important to find that line yeah. because now you have like a really nice sense of yeah. where of like right you've got a basis of comparison like she, got, she was like it's is... interesting she was like it's creative it's a good move <laughs> she was like i get it it's funny i see what they're doing she's like too scary she's like i don't like the monsters oh that's fair it's a little too much did she I like to- the merman she man dude that's <laughs> so merman. funny you say that dude because like i didn't say anything about the merman i don't I think like, she liked the merman i'm gonna go ahead and say she didn't like the merman <laughs> she definitely predicted it like eight times oh, before it happened cool and she was like here there's gonna be a merman there's at some point there's gonna be a merman and then when the merman <laughs> finally happened she was just like i just want this movie to be <laughs> I was like, but you see, it's funny. Like, it's, <laughs> that's great. But yeah, it was still, it was Whipper. not a hit, but yeah. Uh, anyway, I, sorry. I, I no, that's so funny. The creativity behind the lore. I, that, that's yes. good. <clears throat> but she it's good it, to know. Not a, not a fan. 
it's good to know, like, because, you know, like, now you know that there's some, there's definitely now a lot of horror movies that she probably shouldn't see. Uh, but you know, you guys said that you saw, you Most guys saw like Megan and you guys enjoyed Megan and you know, yeah. so those are fine and those are great movies. Yeah. It's like campy stuff is good and it just wasn't, this wasn't enough campy, but she did crack up a few moments. And so I think she was a bigger, she liked it more. It's like, she just yeah, like, I'm the same way you watch a horror movie and I get really freaked out that it's just, I'm genuinely going to be scared. And it's and hard to enjoy not the end. when that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Only later can you be like, oh, yeah, that was kind of cool. I don't know how any of it works. Was but. it shocking? Was the Chris Hemsworth stuff kind of shocking? Like the, the, the motorcycle? That, dude, yeah. Dude, she's she is like, she, I hate to say this. Man, she fucking sucks, person. dude. She, she, she sucks. <laughs> she, you know what? She just sucks. Dude, can I just take a second? Like, You know, I wasn't going to do it here, but I think this is the best place to do it. Dude, Chris sucks. <laughs> Like you're just talking to your boys, having like, drinks. Fellas. <laughs> uh, God, it's just like, what am I gonna do? But uh, she truly is so quick on it, and she was like, "He's gonna die immediately." Oh, that's like, so funny! I she love just it. Just no. I was like, God. I was like, when I watched this ten years ago, I was like, No way! You're not. He's never even expected. She just to knows the tropes. Like, she knows. Yeah, the she tropes. knows. She gets the rhythm. It's a. Uh, it's but it's not fair. So anyway. Well, yeah, and the movie is built in such a way that it's like. Uh, you see it coming. I mean, you it's so see. On the you nose. do see it coming, but. But the audience participates in that. It's not like, um, you know, they they tell you that they they let the audience in on the joke, basically, and yeah. so you're all along for the ride together, which I really that like. joke is so good though. And I, it, dude, that he like smashes against it. <laughs> it's so good because that's sma- it's also smash and like slowly scrape yeah, down. I'm gonna go get help. <laughs> Whatever happens, that's, I love that. coming back. I love a good horror movie that's just like bleak and funny and uh and doesn't take itself too seriously what was the last horror what was like the last (laughs) horror movie you saw that like made you feel that way bleak and funny like there isn't there aren't a lot of movies like cabin in the woods really like have you seen slither slither's great but that's kind of like that kind of like that yeah Slither's amazing. And a lot of those trauma movies are like bonkers and gross and fun. That movie was um, directed by the husband of Pam from The Office. Which what what was? Pam from The Office. Wait, who directed who what was directed by? Her husband, I believe, directed that, or her ex-husband. Directed what? Slither. Oh. With it James Gunn? James Gunn directed Slither. Oh, James Gunn did? Yeah. Was he married? To, was she married to James Gunn? I feel like no. There's no way. Pam had something to do with Slither. Hmm. Really Ooh. good movie, and and it lays the groundwork for like James Gunn just likes that like backwards almost country boy. Uh, I know you that character. That's like character. yeah, like a, yeah. <laughs> everything that he's done. All the way up to oh, she's just in it. She's in it in Slither Jennifer. Oh, she is in it for like a second. She's like the secretary or something. Which is really good, really good movie. But I really did think it was her. That's right, they, that's right. And they were married for maybe they were married for like a second or something. Do you remember that TV show back in the day? I think it was called Project Greenlight. Yeah, that's the that's the Spielberg thing, right? Or was it Ben it was Affleck? Or ben something? Affleck and Matt Damon were behind it, but the winner of the first one of that created a horror movie called Feast. That is kind of the way that you're Ooh, talking Feast. about. Oh, right Feast, interesting. No, thank you. I don't Bleak. like when they're verbs. 
<laughs> Verb did, titles. No, nope, don't do them. Did you guys see that? Um, do you remember Grindhouse? The 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 Quentin Tarantino. Thing? Yeah, and he's making a movie about the trailer and the, the Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. So like when Grindhouse yeah. came out, yeah, Tarantino got all of his friends to make fake tr movie trailers that would go in between the two Grindhouse movies, and some of them were directed by Rob Zombie and Edgar Wright and um and uh eli roth and the one that eli roth directed is now a full movie i guess thanksgiving yeah and it's it. out it's out and you can watch it i think i saw a trailer i don't know if it's out yet okay so also, I, that's kind of neat jenna fisher was yeah married to james gunn yeah that's, that's right. so yeah so but at the time and then they divorced yeah absolutely yeah. that's some good trivia anyway. that ended up being true uh and uh, speaking of other horror things, the Five Nights at Freddy's movie comes out like this week or next week or something. Oh, dude, my kids are pumped. Are you, Howard, how do you feel? I could give less of a crap, but the fact that they're really? pumped makes me happy. Oh, so cool. are, do you think, uh, I mean, you're not going in with like, hey, this could be fun and neat. I, I'm going in with a, I've, I've never given a crap about that crappy game, um, but I'm going in with a, the trailer actually looks okay and it seems like they kind of went for it a little bit and I respect that. Yeah, and for me, like, Joe, we're the generation that, like, really experienced animatronic. And, Elliot, I think you're in there, too. The yeah, animatronic. You guys are probably the older, probably the older generation. But you remember <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese with the robots, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> you guys are older than me. Uh, but, yeah, like, you know, I, I also don't care about the games, but the, like, concept of the animatronics at a pizza place come alive and, like, it's, it's like a, it's a great concept. Like I'm, I'm excited about the potential for that movie being kind of fun and and awesome. It's on the know. same level of a, of a pop culture event, just like Barbie, because totally, it's a uh, hugely just popular... for a different generation. It's yeah. gonna, it's going to do very, very well. Really, I you hope think, it's... so. This is like going to be a big. You think it's a tidal yeah. wave that people don't see yet? Yeah, Ooh, kids yeah. love this shit. Kids love Five Nights at Freddy's. Ooh. They call it's it. It's got FNAF. that kid in it, right? I like that kid. The, that the, Josh the, Hutcherson. That's who it is. Yeah, I like him. I think yep. he's cool. Yeah, I've always felt like his name. Not sounds a kid like anymore. Someone saying <laughs> adult, big boy. His last name sounds like someone saying his name wrong. <laughs> exactly. Every time his his, his real name is, sounds wrong. Josh Hutcherson. Uh, but yeah, I'm stoked. I because also Jim Henson, the Jim Henson. Uh, company made the robots the puppets and the and and i love practical uh puppetry and stuff so i'm like stoked like i'm not the audience for this but i'm stoked i want to see it well you can take my kids no okay Lee, are you gonna okay. see it uh uh no but i will watch it at some point on vod years when from now or... when it after yeah. i've been able to convince some on halloween also, on a yeah yeah, and this has been a very fun podcast. You guys have just left us 40 minutes to dive into our foreign affairs uh, and uh, getting into kind of the sort of um, mm. international politics that we, you guys have been waiting for. So. Oh, yeah. So, um, so Palestine. Oh, do we not? Do we? See, what? Oh, guys, you're, break, you're breaking Are up. Are we not ready to? <laughs> breaking up. Oh.